You're listening to the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. We teach home-based business owners how to leverage technology to grow their business using the power of the internet and social media. And now your host, Techie Tony. Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode of the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. My name is Techie Tony, and I'm your host. For those of you that do not know who I am, I show home-based business owners how to leverage technology to grow their business online. Today, I am joined by someone very special. I am so excited to talk to this guy. He is one of the best realtors in the county that I believe anyways. His name is Jeffrey Goldstein. He gets raving reviews. He's always being tagged in posts online for realtor help. Please welcome Jeffrey Goldstein to the podcast. Jeffrey, are you there? I'm there, Tony. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. I am so excited to talk to you, Jeffrey. How has your day been? Uh, the day has been productive. Um, I try to make every day productive in some form or fashion. That's for sure. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much for making some time. I don't want to waste any time. Jeffrey, why don't we just start with learning a little bit about you? Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Well, um, Tony, I, I got into the real estate business about six years ago. Prior to that, I was a chef that a lot of people don't know. The, the ones that know that um, are always hounding me to fix them food. Um, <laughs> I was in, actually in the food business for just about my entire life. Prior, When I was a young man, I, I did a few other odds and ends. I was in the clothing business and I actually worked on uh, the barge lines. But for most of my career, I was a chef. I had my own catering company for 23 years. And then when my kids got older into high school and college, I ended up taking a position as chef manager for one of the colleges because it allowed me more time with my children. Awesome. That's a little bit of a transition going from a, a cooking job to a real estate. Well, it, it, it was, and I, th there was a, a kind of a, a big, big, the reason for the transition was, um, and I don't think I can, well, we don't have any video. I could show you the scar, um, but I actually, had a total hip replacement on the right side. Uh, so back before I got into the business, I was having problems with my hip, found out I needed a hip replacement and I wasn't gonna go back into the food business. Gotcha, so you had to make a change. Correct. Got it. So what types of skills do you have in real estate that makes real estate, you know, the real estate business a good fit for you? Well, I, I think I brought skills from the catering slash food service business. Uh, even when I was at the college, we did a lot of catering. So I really enjoy starting out with a client uh, from, you know, ground zero. And um, in the catering business, I would be working up uh, a catering menu. And in the same respect, uh, in real estate, um, I'm, you know, trying to find out what the client wants and needs as far as a home. Um, uh, that's would be on the, you know, the buy side and the sell side, kind of the same thing. What do you want to sell your home for? You know, we kind of get into the nuts and bolts of, of the home um, and find out what might need to be repaired or fixed. Um, and if we're on the buy side, I'm asking a client, okay, you know, what are your, what's your criteria? What do you want in a home? So we, we um, work that up. And um, as I would work up a, a, a catering menu, work that up and, you know, we start from the beginning and go through some highs and lows and get to the party. Lots of smiles, um, end of the party. 
and we close. And similar to you know a, a, a catering event where you would have a wedding or a, a bar mitzvah or something like that. You know, start at the beginning, get to the end, and um, hoping the client is happy. And so far, um, knock on wood, I've made all of my clients fairly happy. Got some great reviews on my website. That's awesome, Jeffrey. Congratulations. I never would have thought that being a chef or having a catering company rather uh, could translate you into helping sell houses. <laughs> right, right. But it does. It works, right? Yeah, it works. It works. Awesome, man. Well, there had to have been some challenges when you made the transition into becoming a realtor of who you are now. Can you talk about that a little bit? Like what were some of your things you had to overcome? Well, you, you have to get your license. You know, you just can't say, hey, I'm a realtor and, you know, start into that business. So you, I had to go to school and, um, you know, get my license. And then I had to find a broker who I wanted to work with and wanted to hold my license. Um, and um, I, I think after that, the biggest challenge is where do I find, where do I get business? You know, where do I find clients? And in the real estate business for any realtor who's first starting out, I think that's the number one challenge. And um, it's really, you know, you start from ground zero, you go to friends and family and, you know, letting them know what you do. And, um, you know, you try to know the real estate business and, you know, work with your broker and maybe work with a couple of seasoned agents. So when you do get a buyer or a seller, you kind of have a little knowledge uh, and you have to have a little bit of knowledge uh, in the real estate business just to, you know, speak the language. So I, I think, you know, getting, getting clients and, you know, where do I go to get them? And then um, networking is very important. Try to network as many places as you can while you're just building your business up. So you get contacts. That's the name of the game is contacts. Yes, absolutely. I was just going to ask you how important has networking been in your journey as a realtor? It's um, been the, you know, the crux of my business. You know, you, you, you have to network. And, and this doesn't come overnight. I mean, it takes time as any business to build it up. So um, it takes time to network for people to get to know who you are. Um, and, you know, networking with friends and family and all that different aspects of, ne of networking. Um, it takes time. But there is a point in time where if you're still in the real estate business, that all of a sudden, you know, you get referrals. And that's what you're looking for. I still market out there. Um, after I sell a house, I kind of market the, uh, for, or farm the area. They call it farming. Um, it, it, you know, sending out postcards and letting people know, hey, we sold a house here. We need more homes. You know, give us a call. Um, other than just, you know, the, the, the networking aspect of it. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do um, to get business uh, for any business. But I think, you know, Networking is very important. And then referrals, and especially in this business, just to let you know that 80% um, of realtors who get their license are not in the business anymore after one year. That's a crazy high astronomical number. It is. Do you think that's because um, just lack of knowledge on where to find business? I think it's a lack of direction. Lack um, of direction? From... Yeah, from um, whoever they have hold their, their license. There are some good brokers, like my broker, who um, really everything is free. 
um, all, all the, the, you know, the, the schooling is free that he teaches all the, I would say that the extra classes about how to do, uh, how to network and just everything, how to, how to, you know, work a contract, um, how to fill out paperwork. There's a lot of uh, different aspects of the, the real, the real estate, um, business. And I think some folks are just going to say, Hey, here, here it is. They're thrown into it. I've seen, I've seen agents just thrown right into it and, they don't know what to do. So with a good broker who's there to, to, to teach, to teach, it's, it's, it's very important. It's very important. So that brings up a really interesting question, Jeffrey. What advice would you give to somebody who was interested in becoming a realtor? Obviously, you can't just be thrown into the wolves. You got to have some type of idea. What's one piece of advice you could give them on getting started? Uh, the, the biggest piece of advice would be if they truly wanted to be, be a realtor, it would to it would be to you know start networking because so like I said so many folks don't do that start networking um, and probably I would hook up with um, a seasoned agent and just start asking questions um, because most of the agents in the different brokerages that are successful are willing to go ahead and you know tell you how they did it. You know, you're not going to take any business away from them because you've, you know, most, most, most new agents, they have their own, you know, direction. They're going to go to their own friends and their own family and probably to a different group of networking uh, um, organizations and stuff like that. But I would say hook up with, you know, hook up with somebody who knows who's successful and, and then, you know, start networking, get your name out there. That is so important in this business. Yeah, because there's a realtor on every corner. <laughs> there is. There's a lot of realtors. I think in the St. Louis area, there's something like 14,000 realtors. Now, they're not all full-time. Some of them are part-time. Some of them keep their license active and only do a couple of deals a year. But there's 14,000 so, uh, plus uh, agents in the area. So that it can be tough. I know sometimes on my Facebook feed, when you get tagged in the big ICAG group, I have to turn off my notifications because it's always... Jeffrey Goldstein, Jeffrey Goldstein, Jeffrey Goldstein. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see that a lot with other, with other, you know, referrals that I, I that I see come out for different people. Yeah, it can get crazy. Yeah, yeah. But it's also kind of fun at the same time. I guess it's cool to see your name. All that hard work is being, uh, you know, paid off from all the networking. You like to see it. You yeah. like to at least you know you know you're doing the right stuff. Right hoping it converts, but it's hard to do that when you got 14,000 realtors. <laughs> no, for sure. So for Jeffrey, sure. Um, you're not a one man team from my understanding. You have a, your wife is involved with you, right? My wife is my partner, um, helps with, you know, all the different aspects of the business, you know, showing houses, paperwork, talking to clients. Yeah. It's a big help. It's a big help because uh, when you're doing six or seven deals at one time, um, you know, you can run into some um, mistakes if you're not careful. So it's good to have somebody backing you up. Has she been with you since the beginning or did you bring her on later? Uh, she has been with me probably a year after I um, became an agent. She became an agent. You guys make a great team. I think so. I think so. I think it, it works. I think your profile picture says a lot, the way you guys are back to back. It just kind of screams like, come see us for all your realtor needs, you know? Right, right. Awesome. I agree. Thank you. Yeah. What, um, 
What areas of St. Louis do you work in? Are you strictly Missouri or are you licensed elsewhere or? Well, I, I am strictly Missouri. I don't want to be licensed in Illinois. Um, I can't do clients due diligence. I really don't know. Uh, even just across the river, I don't know the area. So I'm not going to try and, and help somebody find a house or sell a house. But in the St. Louis area, uh, you know, 50, 60 mile radius, you know, going all the way out to Warren County, to Warrington and um, all the way up, you know, North County, um, just before it goes across the river. And then, you know, down south, um, down to Crystal City and places like that. Um, so, you know, Franklin County, Jefferson County, St. Louis County, St. Louis City. Um, okay. it, it's, it, it used to be the olden days where you would, uh, people would ask, where do you work? What area do you work? And, you know, in today's times, uh, with all the great computers and handheld devices, um, you can, you know, you can do your due diligence uh, in, an, in, a, in a city that you live in very, very easily. Yeah, definitely. You don't have that kind of leverage if you're in Illinois because you don't know the area. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I gotcha. So do you work with buyers or just uh, sellers or just buyers or both? Or? We, we work with both. You know, there are some folks that are just buyers agents and some that are sellers agents. And I, I really don't understand that. If they're on a big team, then they may be designated a buyer's agent or, or a seller's agent. But why are you going to tell somebody you don't want to sell their house? Um, when you might, you might end up selling their house and picking a buyer up at the same time for that house. So, you know, we, we, uh, we help uh, sellers and buyers. And, you know, we know what to do for each one. So it's fairly easy. Jeffrey, what do you specialize in? What is your cup of tea? Like, what do you really enjoy doing? I think I really enjoy um, helping first-time buyers um, because you get to educate those folks, whether it's a single person or a couple, and walk them through the process, you know, everything very transparent. And, um, you know, being able to, to, to answer questions um, that, you know, somebody who's older, who's been through the process before, probably wouldn't ask you, and they don't get nervous about too much. But with first-time buyers, there's always questions coming up. And I'm glad to be there to answer them. I'm also glad to be there to maybe help them get um, some down payment assistance, which is really important for a first-time home buyer. A lot of them do not have the down payment. They could make the payment, but they don't have the down payment. So um, there's a lot of uh, programs in the area that we can send them to. Uh, we actually send them to the lender first, and then the lender has those programs that enable them to, um, to get what I call free money and take care of that down payment. And then um, they just have to come up with a few dollars for closing costs. So I would say first-time homebuyers is my cup of tea. So that's an excellent answer. I think that's the perfect answer for you because not everyone's going to buy a home right away. I mean, this is going to be a place where they spend the rest of their life possibly. Correct. Um, and not only that, you're big in the networking community. And if there's one thing about networking besides talking to people and letting people know about your business, it's relationship building. And that's a great opportunity as a new home buyer to build a relationship because they have to be able to trust you. Absolutely. So, and you're just one of those people that you can communicate with easily and talk to, and you're very transparent with what you talk about. So that, I think that's a fantastic answer. It really fits your, 
you know, your, your business. Thanks. Yeah, I think that's very spot on. So I have heard from some other people that there's financial assistance available for first time home buyers. Can you elaborate on that? Um, well, there's a couple of, um, there's probably two big ones in the area. It's called, one is called Beyond Housing. Um, and that is a group that works in the county mostly. And then there's the um, state level, which is called MHDC. Um, can't remember the exact uh, uh name of that acronym, but um, it's, it's in Missouri, a lot of it's MHDC money. So it's money that the, depending on your, um, the, the, your wages, what you make per year, um, you can afford a certain price house through MHDC and they'll give you a certain percentage uh, down payment. So let's make it easy. If you're going to buy a hundred thousand dollar home, um, I believe MHDC money now is 4%. Uh, or the percentage they'll give you toward down payment. So they'll um, give you $4,000, which in essence is going to be the down payment for that $100,000 home. And there are a few catches. Um, again, you have to qualify. You know, you have to have uh, a certain amount of credit. It ends up being a little bit less than if you were doing a conventional loan. Um, and you know, once you qualify, it, it's um, living there for 10 years and you don't have to pay anybody any money back. So it's, an, it's, a, it's a grant in essence. And um, if you're there for 10 years, you don't pay anything back. And most homes, homeowners I see that are first time buyers that are going to be using this program are going to be there for 10 years. You know, some of them won't be there. May be some circumstances that come up but uh, it's a it's a great program, um, and the same thing with Beyond Housing, uh, same type of um, situation. And you know, you're I think they will loan you. When I say loan you, they'll grant you up to three thousand dollars towards down payment. Um, you know, these are groups that are trying to in Missouri trying to get uh, people who are in apartments uh, or who are still living at home with their mom and dad into a home you know, to be a little more productive and to, you know, build up some equity and their, you know, have something of their own. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. So how, how can we help you? Who are you looking to connect with? Well, you know, I, uh, we go through our networking groups and stuff and they're always asking, who are you looking to, con you know, con to touch base with and really anybody who might be looking to buy or sell. You know, uh, we're not going to get everybody um, we talk with. They're not going to come work with us. A lot of it's personality, um, but we love to interview with, with um, you know, buyers and sellers. And, um, you know, again, anybody that, um, anybody that wants to be treated the right way, that wants to see, you know, everything transparent during the process, um, we want to talk to because we're going to treat them the right way. Um, really, our, 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 our focus is our tagline, you want to call it a tagline, and this is how we've started from the beginning, is we treat everybody like we would treat our mom, our dad, or our children. So I don't care who it is, if it's an older adult or if it's a younger adult, if I wouldn't sell that house to my mom, my dad, or my kids, then I'm not going to sell it to them. And we let them know. 
yeah, again, you're just very transparent. And I think that goes a long way. I was, I was going to touch on that, but you, you actually said it for me. Um, you just treat everybody the same. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, that's critical to your success. I think it's a big reason why you've had so much success in real estate. You know, I, I think so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah. Can you elaborate on COVID a little bit? Like has COVID affected your business? Are you slow? Are you super busy? Um, I mean, we've been, I think we would have been, we're super busy and I think we would have been super busy either way, you know, COVID or no COVID. Uh, this has been a good year for us. I think one of the reasons is because interest rates have dropped um, so low, but COVID, um, you know, you have to be careful uh, when you're going into somebody's home, there are rules and regulations you have to follow, you know, wear gloves, wear a mask, um, you know, use, you know, the different type of sanitation gels and stuff like that. Try not to touch anything. Um, and when we're with our clients, we try to open the doors. We would wear gloves, open the doors, open the cabinets, stuff like that. Um, you know, there's some, there's some issues that, you know, we've had to deal with. Um, but it's just really common sense, being careful during you know, a situation that's going on in the United States, actually in the world. Um, there have been a few more forms that have been developed in the St. Louis area. I don't know about uh, the rest of the country, but, you know, there's a hold harmless COVID form that you're holding the agent and the broker harmless if you might catch, um, you know, the COVID issue. But, uh, but that's not really, you know, everybody signs it. They're not concerned about it. I haven't had anybody squawk about signing the hold harmless COVID form um, at this point in time. So again, it's just being careful. It's just being careful and we're out there being careful for our clients and uh, whether a buyer or, you know, a seller, if they're a seller, you know, we make sure that they've got gloves in the house and the sanitizer in the house and um, anything else that the seller wants in relation to, you know, this, the COVID virus, uh, we try to accommodate and, and uh, make them feel comfortable. You know, you've got who knows how many people coming in and out of your home. You want to make sure that uh, nobody leaves anything behind. Sure. Yeah. And I'm sure your clients respect that. Yes, absolutely. So Jeffrey, the biggest problem for realtors now is inventory. There's like a lack of houses. Um, how do you deal with that? I mean, you're, you're busy and there's someone looking for a house. How do you navigate the market? You know, there's homes coming on the market every day, Anthony, every day. Um, not as many as we'd like to see and not as many as there used to be. Um, but we, you know, we've, everybody, we've had a buyer so far uh, and we still have buyers still looking for homes. Well, we've, we've sold, a, we found a house for them. And we've, of course, sold all the homes. We're looking for more listings. We've got a couple of two or three more listings coming up in the next couple of weeks. But you just have to be um, a little bit inventive. You have to really talk to your client and, you know, let them know what, uh, find out what their expectations are and then what our expectations are from them. Uh, and tell them what, you know, could happen, what couldn't happen. You know, they may have to bring, you know, a little extra money to the table above uh, of the appraisal value. That's how happening a lot. Um, you're going to be involved with multiple offers uh, when you're a buyer. Um, I've had many cl clients um, put an offer in and we, we knew there was going to be multiples, but there was one, actually there had been a couple where there have been 20 offers 
on the same house. So you, you know, you, you talk to your client, how long do you want to be in that house? Is this a 20 year home? Well, if it's a 20 year home, then think about putting extra money toward the sale and offering, you know, three, four, $5,000 more than it's worth because you're going to get your money back. Eventually you got to be creative. That's one thing you have to do in this market. You got to be creative. You got to really be transparent. So your client understands what's going to happen and why it's happening. That's been probably the biggest challenge for us um, is just keeping those clients um, smiling a little bit and, and making them understand that if you didn't get this house, then this house wasn't the one for you. And we tell all of our clients that when you find the house for you, you're going to have a contract on it and everything's going to go smooth. I love that. I think that is a powerful statement. Then this house is not for you. Correct. That is a very powerful statement. Thank you. I, I like that a lot. Wow. Jeffrey, you, you seem to know your business uh, very, very well. well uh, we, we hope so. No, it's just incredible to talk to you. Like, it's just, uh, I've, you know, I've connected with you and I've gotten to know you a little bit. And this has been such a, uh, such a powerful interview and such an eye-opening experience. There really is more than meets the eye to just someone buying or selling a home. It's amazing how much you care and how much you do to give people the right home. Thanks. Thanks, Tony. I mean, everything from, hey, I'm Jeffrey, I'm going to be helping you out today to, you know, this isn't the right house for you. Let's keep looking. And there's a lot in between that that you do. And I just, I feel like that just goes a really long way. So, and I'm excited to have you on as the first uh, realtor. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Very cool. Um, Jeffrey, if people wanted to get in contact with you, how would they do so? Um, well, there's a number of ways. Uh, the easiest is just to go to the website. It's www.homebasestl.com. That's all one word, homebasestl.com. And they can actually um, link up to us right there and then um, very, very quickly. That has all of our testimonials there and what we do and how we do it. And um, it has our email address. Um, it actually has our phone number, but there is a little box you can click and um, get a hold of us right away. Awesome. Well, Jeffrey, I want to share a quick tip with you that I think just from a networking point, uh, networking standpoint and getting to know people. There's a social network that's been around for a while. It's called Alignable. Have you ever heard of this? Alignable. I've heard of Alignable, yes. Um, check the spelling, but um, it's basically a social network for business owners. And I'm on it. I used it for my computer company for a little while, and I was just able to make some really great connections. Um, it might be a good place to start just to network and get more exposure aside from ICAG and the traditional marketing. Um, right. it, is, it is free to sign up and they have paid tiers, of course, but it's just another avenue uh, to you to get out and connect with people and let people know who you are. And, you know, you might get some inventory out of it or something. Just a little way to help, I guess. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Every little bit helps for sure. Yeah, you really got to you really got to get your name out. You really got to separate yourself from the competition. I mean, 14,000 people. That's a lot of people trying to do the same thing. Correct. That is not a. That's not an easy task to separate yourself and you separate yourself by doing the whole, like we treat you the same for every person, every situation. We try. Yes, sir. And I, I think you do a very good job at that. I would have no problem saying call Jeffrey at all. Uh, Thanks. I appreciate that. 
Tony. Yeah. So Jeffrey, thank you so much for coming on. I really, really appreciate your time. I know you guys are crazy busy. Um, is there anything you want to leave us with before I let you go? Um, the only thing I would uh, want to leave with everybody is there is a home for everyone out there. You just got to, you know, persevere. And um, I think the best way to do that is to give us a call. Give me a call. Yeah, it all, it all starts with that, that phone call, that additional like, okay, I need help. Jeffrey yes. Goldstein, everybody. Thank you so much for coming on, Jeffrey. I really do appreciate it. Anthony, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's no problem at all. I'm so excited to have you on. I'm excited to get this out to the world and let people know who you are and how you can help serve them. Thanks so much again. All right, Jeffrey, we'll talk soon. Yes.